God is responsible for me. I'm not out here in these streets alone. What? No, I am absolutely not. God is responsible for me. God takes care of me and looks after me, but I have to do it his way. I can't do it my own way. Gotta do it his way. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope that your work week is going well. Some of you may be on spring break enjoying the sun and the warm weather as we are transitioning out of the rainy season into spring. I want to welcome everyone to this wonderful Wednesday. I hope you all are smiling. I hope you all are joyful. But if you're not, my hope is that after this episode, you have a little bit more joy to carry you through the rest of the week. If you're new to this podcast, welcome, 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 welcome. If you were put on to this show by a coworker, by a friend, by one of your leaders at your church, they slid you this podcast and say, check this out. We're glad that you clicked over and was able to join us this week for this episode. Every single week here at Create with Kendra, we acknowledge black creatives, entrepreneurs, businessmen, and women for doing their best. And Diamond Smith is our highlight this week. She's the head of Solace Staffing Solutions, a healthcare staffing agency that offers full-time and part-time also per diem shifts for RNs. LVNs and LPNs, as well as CNAs. So if you are a part of the healthcare industry and you are looking for work in Northern California, head on over to info.solisstaffing.com. That is info at solisstaffing.com for more information. Or you can find them on Facebook at Solis Staffing Solutions. As we continue our orders of business, for those that are new to the show, Create with Kendra has an opportunity for everyone to be involved with the show. And so what that looks like is there is a function on our website at on the unassociated website um, that allows you to participate in the show. And so if you have questions, if you have topics of discussion or conversations that you believe that need to be had on this platform, head on over to www.un-associated.com slash askkendra for more details. Lastly, and most excitedly, is that a word? I don't know. I may have made it up, but y'all roll with me. The Poetry Jam is coming back in August. So if you all have or are familiar with the Unassociated Poetry Jam that has been um, active and alive and thriving over the past five years, we usually do it once a year. But it has been such a community member favorite that we are bringing it back for round two. So we didn't think that having this Poetry Jam once a year would suffice. So we're bringing it back in the summertime. Come August, 
we are going to be back in Los Angeles where we will be having our second poetry jam of the year. Now, if you've never been to one, you may have seen it on our YouTube channel. This is an event that you don't want to miss. But in order to put on events such as the Poetry Jam, in order to have resources such as Create with Kendra, Church Boy Confessions, and even our website, it costs money to maintain and sustain these Christian resources. And so I am going to challenge you to join me in donating for this Poetry Jam. Now, we have a set goal of $8,000. Woo, Kendra, that's a lot of money. Girl, I got rent. Got these new shoes I want to get. Got new ties. Whatever the case may be, me and a couple of the members have divided uh, um, a numerical goal in order to achieve what we want to achieve for this mission. So my goal and the goal of our community and the goal of our listeners of the show is $1,000. I'm going to be donating. I want, if we had, look, don't have me doing math. Y'all Y'all know math is not my thing. If we had 10 people, nine people, because I'm willing to donate $100. If we had nine people donate $100. If we divided that, let me get my phone so I won't be making stuff up. Let's see. If we have a goal of $1,000. And we had 50 people donate $20 each. We will make our goal, the Create with Kendra family, the Create with Kendra listeners will make a goal and meet our goal of $1,000. Now, we are trying to put this and get this together before August comes. So if you want to donate, hit us up on our unassociated website um, slash at, at www.unassociated.com slash, um, slash donate, not as Kendra slash donate. And you can put in poetry jam donation. Okay. Poetry jam donation. You can put that in the notation section. So if we can get 50 people to donate $20, I'm willing to donate a hundred. If we can get 50 people to donate $20, we can make it happen. And if we send that out, we can make our goal of $1,000 for the Create with Kendra listeners, but a bigger goal towards the 8000 So that is you and God has put it on your heart to donate. And if you've been blessed by an associated, let's support us financially. All right. Let's, let's do that. And we are so grateful. Even if it's not $20, you may say, hey, Kendra, I don't have $20, but I have five. I got three. I have seven. Whatever it may be, we are always happy to receive what it is the Lord put on your heart. Amen. Okay. So let us um, get into what 
we are going to be talking about today. I was in prayer yesterday. Whew, and boy, oh boy. God is just so good. I'm just going to start off and say that. God is so good. Um, in prayer yesterday, I had been and have currently been dealing with some 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 life situations to where I have to trust the Lord. Now, one thing for sure, one thing for sure, something that is always constant in the life of a Christian is trusting God. I don't matter. It doesn't matter how many years you've been saved. It don't matter if you speak in tongues. If you are a pastor of a church, it don't matter if you you raise the biggest offering in, in your district. Whatever the case is, if you are a Christian, a constant thing that we face as followers of Christ is the challenge of trusting God in everything. Now, God will always give us opportunity to trust him at the levels we are. God will give us opportunities to trust him in the um, life situations that has been given us. I can remember being um, a student and good Lord, I was trusting God to pass statistics. I still don't know how that happened, but he did it anyway. Hallelujah. I was trusting God to come through with financial aid. I was trusting God to help me on exams because that was the season I was in. You may be a parent and you're trusting God for the health and safety of your children or salvation for your children. You may be a teacher and you're trusting God to cover your students. You may be a leader of a church or a ministry and you're trusting God to deliver that person you've been praying for or trusting God that he will provide the resources for you to keep the lights on. You may be in between jobs and you're trusting God to meet your monthly needs. Whatever it is, whoever you are, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, there will always be opportunity for you to exercise your faith and trusting and trusting who God is and trusting who God says he is and what he's going to do. I want to bring our attention on the term trust. Trust me is a reliance on integrity, strength, ability, and security. Confidence an expectation, something that you're hoping for. Now, what I want to pull out of that definition is integrity, strength, ability, confidence, and hope. 
I'm going to say that again. um, Integrity, strength, ability, confidence, and hope. Now, all of these attributes, not all of us contain these things, but God does. God contains all of this and more because he's God and God can't lie. So if God tells us to trust him in our situation, he doesn't tell us so he can fail us because God can't fail us. We fail ourselves. But when we put our trust in God, he cannot fail us. Hallelujah. Now, one thing about trust and one thing about our faith is that God will allow you to stay on the level that you want to stay. What I mean by that is if you choose not to trust him and you choose anxiety or you choose doubt or you choose the negative or you choose darkness, you choose hopelessness, God will allow you to stay there as long as you want to. He doesn't make anyone do anything. He doesn't even make us live for him. But we have to want to do it. And I want us to think about where are you in your life? What level of hope and faith are you actually exercising? And to exercise is action. Not, well, it would be nice to have faith. It would be nice to trust God. But um, that's just not where I'm at in my life. God is not going to make you trust him. We have to take him at his word. And if we choose to be stuck in a place of hopelessness, of doubt, then that's where we choose to be. But God is faithful. And I came here to remind us, no matter what situation you may be faithful in all levels, he's faithful. He just is. And what I love about um, trusting, <laughs> the, the, the thing that I love about trusting God is every time for me and, and, and work with me when I, when I say this, every time I exercise trusting God, He brings me to a new level and a new depth of what it means to trust him. A new level, a new depth. And it's so different from the last stage of trusting. I'm just like, oh, it feels like I'm doing it all over again. But I have to remind myself if he did it before, he can do it again. And we have to remind ourselves, even though I had a a level one or a level three um, opportunity to trust God and God has taken me to a level five or a level seven or a different um, mode modality of trusting him in my life. If he did it before, he can do it again. Yes, he can, y'all. And that new level of intensity of exercising our faith is what we need to stay on our toes. Because if we don't trust God in everything that we do, 
then we'll stop trusting him in anything that we do. Let's go to the Bible. Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six. Get your Bible apps, get your printed Bibles wherever you are. And let's turn to Proverbs chapter three, verses five through six. Um, I'm reading the New King James Version. And before we get into the scripture and and talk about the scripture, um, I really needed the encouragement yesterday through the word of God about trusting God. And I was like, Lord, I need to read this again. And for a lot of people, this is a familiar passage of scripture. And oftentimes what we do with familiar passages of scripture, we just say it for the sake of saying it, but we really need to go back to words to God's word and sit with it. I know this scripture. I've been knowing this scripture for years. I've been knowing it dang near my whole life. But yesterday, baby, <laughs> God opened my eyes to the newness of what it is that he wanted to reveal to me concerning a scripture that I've read for many years. So let's go to Proverbs chapter three. Verse five and six, and the word of the Lord reads, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. I'm going to read that again. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct your paths. Amen. Woo, that's good to me. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. This scripture gives us the instruction of what we need to do as believers in trusting God. It gives us the instructions. And then it gives us the outcome if we follow through. Let's walk through it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. To put all of your trust. What did we say trust was again? Trust is the reliance, the integrity, strength, and ability, the security of of a person or a thing, the confidence and expectation of something, a hope, right? Right? To put all of that in somebody or something that is not God will always lead you in the wrong direction. 100%. It will always lead you in the wrong direction. Because the world will say, trust your heart. Just trust your gut. What if your gut got gas? I mean, I'm just saying, like, (laughs) trust your heart. When the Bible says that the heart is deceitfully wicked, trust that? No, no, don't do that ever. (laughs) But trust in the Lord with all your heart. So your will, your desires, take that and put it into the Lord. And he will always lead you in the right way. He'll always lead you. 
And then it says, and lead not into your own understanding. Using God's understanding is what we need to do. And I was reading in my study Bible and when it it was explaining what leaning on his understanding is, and he gave the illustration of a crutch. And I was like, hmm, okay, I see that. It's so easy to try to gain strength from dried up resources of this world of our own means. But we have the chance to lean on his strength like a crutch. The Bible declares that in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. In our weakness, his strength is made perfect. Because guess what? God don't need you. God doesn't need your your opinion. He does not need your expertise. He does not need your suggestions. And what I love about it is even in our, thank you, Jesus, even in our brokenness, he will show his strength. And his strength will be made perfect in our weakness. We don't even have to have it together. We can be falling apart. We can be laid out. We can be like, Lord, I can't do this no more. Lord Jesus, I ain't got the strength. He said, that's okay if you ain't got it because I got it. Lean on me. Did y'all hear me? He said, lean on me. Lean on me. Thank you, Jesus. We don't have to lean on our own understanding. He said, lean on me. You don't understand nothing. You don't even know what the rest of this week going to look like for you. Lean on me. I'm leaning on Jesus. Because most days I'd be like, Lord, I can't. (laughs) I can't. Lean on me is what he is saying. In verse 6, it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. Listen to that. To acknowledge God is to invite his presence in your daily activities and decisions. To acknowledge God. It's to invite his presence, his spirit into your daily activities and decisions. How often do you discuss things with God concerning your day-to-day living? How often do we say, God, what do you want me to do? When I go and have this conversation with this person, what do you want me to say? As a matter of fact, scrap anything that I have to say and give me the words to say. Or when I go to job, when I go to work and I go to my job and I have that coworker that gets on all of my nerves, absolutely all of them, Lord, what you want me to say to them? How would you have me treat them? Or God, 
How do you want me to spend my money? How do you want me to take care of my community? How do you, how often do we, Lord, I hear you, Lord. Lord, what you want me to put on? Y'all going to be like, Kendra, you done lost your mind. No, for real. (laughs) For real. God, what do you want me to put on? When I go to work today, when I go out with my friends this weekend, how would you have me dress? What do you want me involved in? How can I better serve you? Because everything that we do, we should do it unto the glory of God. So acknowledging God in every decision that you make daily. God, and I I heard, um, I was in church on Sunday and my pastor was talking about, you know, basically we shouldn't be, Christians shouldn't be in the club, right? And somebody behind me was like, well, dang, I be in the club every weekend and I was weak. (laughs) But seriously, like, God, are the places that I'm going, does it please you? Does it glorify you? These is real life questions. And if we acknowledge him in every decision that we make, the Bible says he shall direct your paths. He shall direct your paths. If we acknowledge him, he'll give us direction. And this is where the Lord really blew my mind when I read this scripture. I promise you, when I read it yesterday, it was like the first time I ever read it. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, Lord, Jesus. And he shall direct your paths. Literally, that means if we acknowledge him, he is going to make our paths straight and smooth. <laughs> I had to take a pause for the cause on that one. Cause I was like, Lord, if I do this, if I say this, this could possibly be the repercussions. This can possibly be the consequence. And I don't want to deal with those consequences. You see how I'm talking and having my mind chatter, just roll and roll and roll. And God said, I ain't worried about none of that. Matter of fact, be quiet. Acknowledge me and what you do. And I'm going to make sure that it's straight and smooth for you. And I literally was like, Lord, you said in your word, you was going to direct my path. That you was going to guide me. That you was going to make it straight. That you was going to make it smooth. You was going to make it happen. So according to your word, if I'm obedient to what it is that I'm trusting you with, you said you was going to make it all right. Y'all better talk back to God and let him know what his words say. Y'all better talk back to him. It gives you so much strength and assurance of who your father is and how he going to take care of you because God is responsible for me. I'm not out here in these streets alone. What? No, I am absolutely not. God is responsible for me. God takes care of me and looks after me, but I have to do it his way. I can't do it my own way. Got to do it his way. Have to do it his way. And so today my prayer is that you all are encouraged to trust God with whatever it is that he has before you because he got you. We got to do it his way. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Amen. All right, let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you, I praise you, I give you glory. You're such a good God, such a wonderful Savior. We thank you, God, that you, you are dependable. We thank you that we can put all of our trust in you. We thank you that you've never failed us and that you never plan on doing it either. God, I pray that for my brother and my sister that are that's listening to this episode, if they are struggling with faith, if they are struggling with trusting you, God, I pray that you help them lean into you. Help them exercise his faith and depend on the one and true living God. God, I pray that there are praise reports that come after people are able to say, I leaned into God. I held on to his word and he came through for me. God, I pray that you be glorified, the devil be horrified in all things, that your name be high and lifted. We love you and we praise you in all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that is the word for this week. I hope that you are blessed. Um, if you know somebody that needs to hear this, send it over to them, copy and paste it, share the reels on Instagram, share them on Facebook, on TikTok, whatever it is. Let someone be encouraged through the sharing of the gospel of Jesus Christ, sharing of his word. Until next time, beautiful people, I love you so much. And there ain't nothing you can do about that. All right. See ya.